Yo Skitty. We're live in three, two, one. Hey you, this is The Sesh, where we are joined by the humans that so fearlessly and boldly express themselves. The Matrix has no hold on these spaces. So wherever you are, on your beanbag, that chair, or the Sunday fair, get strapped in for a journey into the void. It's about to get real trippy. Welcome to The Sesh by Spacebuck. Heyo! Welcome back to another episode of The Sesh. Joining us today is a human that graces everything from your phone screen to international runways. He is a model and content creator, to name a few of his many hats. It's Amanda! Hello! <laughs> That's a hell of an intro, man. Yo! How are you? Very good, thank you. How are you guys today? Very well, very well. Today's a super warm, like super warm day. I don't know, compared to other days. I like was breaking out into a sweat. And it doesn't usually happen. I'm usually like super cool. Coolest guy I know, Kush. But yeah, Sri Lanka is, Sri Lanka is going through some heat flashes, man. She's having a bad mood. All right, so to kick it off. Sure. If you had to describe yourself with three words and not using any of the labels that society puts on us or your profession or your means of income, what three words would you use? Three words, um, colorful, bold, and eccentric. That's about it. Yeah, that's about right. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, you know, I tell our guests this like quite often. A lot of people don't know these things about themselves. Like, or they're not willing to accept this. The fact that those three words came into your mind and you spoke it out. Awesome, man. Kudos to you. Would you rather have the ability to eat whatever you wanted and never gain weight? Or never have to deal with acne again? Oh, the second one. Absolutely. Acne is like the worst thing ever to me. Like food, I don't mind because I think um, the fact that you gain weight and lose weight and you work out for that, then it feels like, you know, when, when you look at yourself without a shirt, you feel like you earned it. But this acne thing, bro, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Somehow something pops up on the worst days. If it's a shoot also, I'd rather just not have the acne thing. That is when it decides to pop up on the worst days, on the most yeah. important days. Yeah. The, bo- the body yeah, is... Yeah, it's uh... like it times it. It, time, it knows like exactly when to pop up and it pops up like that and you can't cover it up with makeup, right? And there you are. Like, you know, they take pictures of you and you know it's there. So, acting <laughs> over it. So, a lot of us on socials, we know you as a model or as a content creator. But what we really want to know, the real juice is who were you before your boom on social media? Who was the Amanda before that? I think I was and still am on some level uh, the biggest geek slash introvert you'd ever meet. I am I'm still shy. I'm still shy to talk to girls. Um, I mean, it's just that I have that false bravado now to go and do it. Uh, And I still play unnecessary amounts of video games. Like, the second this thing is done, I'm still going to play some video against the Mali. And I love um, colorful music. Um, so, it, and it ranges, man. It's just any type of John Mayer's to Led Zeppelin's to I'm into Pavarotti now. Like, holy God, damn, that guy can sing, bro. Yeah, and he makes you feel. But outside of that, dude, um, I understand that there are things called personas that we embody to try and show that this is who we are. 
and I try and do away with that image um, because I find that whole duality concept a bit weird. But I still am that shy, kind of nervous. I want to say kid, but I'm 30. So man child, for lack of better words. Um, I think it's just that, man. I think I'm still that shy, introverted kid. I always was all the way in the back of the class, too shy to talk, too shy to make a presence. And I just want to come and say hi to people, but you know, I just don't know how to do that. Yeah, that's what I get. I think it's just that. I relate to the shy thing so like deeply because I'm pretty shy as well. Um, but you know, we put out this like image sometimes, especially on social media that, yeah, we can have a conversation. We're good, we're chill. But like inside it's like, Ugh, what is going on? Like this is the second there's a lulling conversation. My brain goes into overtime. Like bro, say something, say something, bro, say something. Uh, talk about, don't talk about it. That's the most obvious thing ever. Talk about something like her shoes. Oh my God, her shoes are so nice. Hey, where did you get your shoes from? And it just goes, <laughs> just goes to the floor. The, the voice in the back of the head doesn't like a love silence in conversation but two things right would you have been the person that like if you saw someone you knew from school but out in public like when you were out with your parents or something would you have gone to spoken to those people um or would you have like held back and like pretend you didn't see these back people? then or now i mean before back then back then no bro i i would do that just just move out of frame now bro i wouldn't i wouldn't know how to it's just, I think, um, because I had to work in places where I had to interact with people, I think that put me in a situation where I learned how to navigate through a conversation, even if there are lulls, um, and how to make it flow, and how to, you know, come off so other people don't feel scared to talk to you, and how to ask, you know, the right questions to make sure that there's always a consistent flow, that I can maintain it to some level. But back then, there were no way in hell I would rather the conversation die and pretend not to see you or just do that. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that, that typical Sri Lankan. Uh, and just walk the other way. That's fine with me. I find, it, I find it so weird, right? Because a lot of times, like in our cultures, like growing up, I don't know, even I was super backward child. I think Lashini as well. And you know, it's so weird when your parents go, oh, you know that person. Go speak to them. And you're put on the spot. Like, you're like, <laughs> you were in that... All, they call one of their friends and they say, ah, put a one of the And sometimes like, I don't want to talk to this person. No, he's talk, 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 talk. And they're like, I don't know what to say. Hi, Andy. How are you? Yeah, I remember you. Of course, I remember you. We have that stupid conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing asked. That's the first thing they ask. Do you remember me? I'm like, no, I was a baby when you picked me up. And sure, sure, I remember you. Thank you very much. <laughs> of course, I remember you. Good time, sir. Dude, that's so crazy. That's so crazy to see how people like change over years and years of growing up. It was so different for me. Like growing up, it was always like this person I had identified as myself. I didn't see that person as being any different. So I thought that person would be the same throughout like the entire timeline, you know, the idea I had of myself. Right. And then that entire concept kind of changed. And I kind of saw beyond that frame that you, they give you to fill. Beyond that, now you can, like, you can see other people who have gone beyond those frames as well. And especially like on this platform, we love giving, giving those people voices. I mean, you already, you've already got that foot rock hold, right? You don't really need that. But the thing is, we love conversing with people who think beyond the norms, who think beyond those small frameworks that you're given. I think the coolest thing is you being able to resonate with people who see beyond that typical nine to five life. And you finally have a conversation with someone 
who sees things the way you see things and you're like oh my god i'm not the only one okay right finally i'm not crazy okay and the other people that are too yeah i think that's awesome like i found my people finally after all this time and all the questions they're right here <laughs> yeah where have you guys been all my life man all right so what got you yeah, into social yeah. media and like what were you doing before that so um honestly what got me into social media was huh, okay man look, facebook when we first started and as sad a pathetic story as it sounds the only reason why i joined facebook was because i had a crush on this girl and she was on facebook and i figured that's another excuse to talk to the girl and even then dude even when i saw her on facebook i wouldn't like talk to her talk to her i just oh okay cool we're in the same place technically um but i think the whole instagram thing and me becoming how to say this me purposefully being on social media for a greater cause was when a friend of mine told me way back when when i started modeling first that if you <laughs> what he said word to word was bro if you're on instagram and you get 10000 followers Instagram starts paying you money for it. I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." That is not the case, you guys. <laughs> I found out that's not the case. What a lie. But um, I think that's when I got into Instagram and I started, you know, dabbling here and there on social media. But when I properly got into content creation, I think was safe to say last year. Yeah, last year when I actually got into content creation, when I started, you know, making time to make content and it became like a lifestyle and that's when i invested into tiktok and instagram properly and then started branching out to other like forms of social media like reaching out to people doing programs with them that whole thing happened last year with lockdown god bless lockdown much to be grateful for yeah bro yeah so you essentially used that period as a form of transformation instead of so many people complaining about being locked up you went you know what look let's do this let's unlock the keys to the social media program and you dived head first into it yeah it's basically that whole you know reality is what you make of it you know what i mean there's no such thing as reality it's your perception of what really happens so either you can make a dramatic change towards the good or you can sit down like everybody else and start complaining that you know the world is closing down people are dying around me but not really me and it's just start just to stay in one place and um I just it was I mean I don't know man I was good fortune or good luck or good friends or whatever it was um I decided to go down the spot I realized that if if you want to make it as a content creator the time where people have nothing to do but to be on their phones the best time to freaking be on social media so like okay oh, that makes sense and a lot of hard work you said other people and stuff but it <laughs> seems like it's a lot of hard work as well truly <laughs> tiny so what is your why then What is this greater cause you talk about? Honestly, the reason why I do the uh, the lesson for days in the morning, and I even when I post, man, look, I can either say today sunshine very nice and just put a picture of me in sunshine, or talk about something about something or the other that resonates with that day, uh, a lesson I learned something. And the only reason why I do that is because I believe that even even this conversation that we're having. will be heard by somebody who will be able to either pull themselves out or a friend out of this really dark abyss and they're going through like a really bad time and they just need to hear your words of wisdom like there are, there are two other kids here outside of me who are doing something great with their lives man and maybe this conversation can be the one that changes their entire reality for them going without 
thinking that they're an absolute loser who has nothing, there's no friends, there's no future, to thinking, okay, so if this person did it, maybe I can too, and inspire that person to come up to at least somewhere close to where we are, beyond where we are, so that they can pull up one more person. And we can literally, look, man, honestly, I think what I'm trying to say is I was that child who was lost and confused and I didn't know what to do and there was nobody to help me out. And I did not know who to reach out to. And I had nobody to reach out to. But if at that time I had somebody to help me out, I would have loved it. So maybe I can be the voice to reach that person who needs that help. And maybe, maybe what that person can do is help the next person. And maybe we can just cause that chain. And I don't know, man. I think it's just that. I think that's my why. Just to help. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think. Beautiful. I mean, that's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah, man. With that desire to help through the work you put out on socials, I would say that your social media is more, is not just, like you said, it's not just a picture or it's not just you being happy or any of those things. It also borders on captions that are philosophical, almost spiritual, right? Where did that kind of input, that raw kind of input come into place? Like, have you always been uh, adept at writing and putting your words out like that? How did that come into place? Um, I think... The, the passion for the language. I was talking to Lashini about this as well. But the, the, the reason why I love English is because of my English teacher back in school, Miss Kiran. Um, the way she explained how you can express yourself through word was something that really captured my heart. And it was my favorite subject in school anyway. Um, so I was anyway writing to a point where I think even when I was flying in Sri Lankan Airlines, um, when everybody else was at the back talking about, I don't know, man, who's dating who and some other nonsense. I used to, I used to just have a notebook out and I would just, just write any random story that you can think of. And I would make up stories because I found out that, um, putting to paper your thoughts was something so beautiful because you get in touch with who you really are. And that's not something, that's not a conversation you can have with everybody else. You learn who you are as a human being, where you function, how you function, how you think and what, what drives you, what pushes you away, you learn all of that. And I like just how colorful and how vibrant and how much life you can give to this picture that you paint just by writing down words. I think that's absolutely, that, I think that's fundamentally crazy. Um, the philosophical part of it, man, I think um, I was going through, I was going through depression slash addiction issues when I was in Abans when I was working my first job, because um, I honestly didn't like the job. Like I did not like where I worked. I did not like the people I was working with. And um, I was looking for, I think that was like the darkest, one of the darkest places or times in my life. And I knew I had to make a change, right? So for that change, I, I, started, I started first going into this whole motivation side of things where I would research um, guys like E.T., the hip-hop preacher, I would, uh, Tony Robbins, these guys who used to give like proper talks about life in general. And that got me thinking, that, that actually got me into shape because I would listen to their words and then start working out. But then there's a part of you that thinks, man, okay, sure. So the first problem I had was addiction. Now I don't drink anymore. Um, the next problem I had was with my image, how I looked. Now I look okay. There has to be more than life, like more to life because I was getting money. I was getting unnecessary amounts of money for a kid my age back then. And I didn't know what to do with that cash, right? Because uh, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't interested in going out. 
I wasn't interested in food either because I would see a cake and think, Masha, if you have that piece of cake, that's 10 minutes on the treadmill at full speed and you don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Don't do that. Um, so food never got to me either. And I, I always wondered and yearned for something more and I did not know what it was. Um, last year, uh, a friend of mine introduced me into the whole stoic philosophy of things, which is the whole stoicism belief and you know how Marcus Aurelius and uh, Seneca and all these, all these guys to think about life from way back then and they have this detachment and because of that detachment, they used to have an attachment for life. And it was a very beautiful way of being both connected and disconnected with life. And I really got into it. Like, I really, really got it. Like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense. And the more research I did down that path, I realized that, man, look, a lot of people I know who, I, who are my friends in the influencer circle, your caption can be something that people read. I mean, it is some that people read, but it can be some that changes the person's perspective altogether. So like I said, you can either wear an orange top and say, oh, today is sunny. I'm eating ice cream. Or you can say that, you know, maybe the heat of the day is something you feel at the pity or so because blah, 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 blah. You just, just go down that. I figured, why not? And just took a chance. So I basically mixed two passions of yeah. trying to figure life out um, for myself and uh, the whole fact that I like to write. I just, I just mixed, I just put those two, like you do, Kush. I just put those two ingredients in a pot and see what happens. And you know what? It kind of works out. I think that's basically what happened, bro. That's some deep shit, man. That's awesome. That's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, thanks. Like following your passions, I think when everything else fails, do what you love, yeah. right? But you spoke about addiction. Uh, yes. You're eight years sober or nine? Eight years sober. Eight years, congratulations. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so what was the point at which you were like, okay, I need to like get everything together and I'm, I'm going to stop drinking and stop smoking? Because that can okay. be pretty hard, right, for, for some people, especially when you're in it and you're attached. Um, so what happened to me was I was, I was late to the scene. So I, I started drinking and smoking like a professional. Um, when I was about 17, 18-ish, that's when I joined Abans, right? Um, all I wanted to do when I left school was to fly. I wanted to become a pilot, but my family was in the, wasn't in the financial capacity to send me to flight school, but flight school is expensive, bro. Like, holy shit, flight school, very expensive. And um, my brother was finishing school right after I was, and I did not want my dad to give my brother the same excuse he gave me. Of, I can't find this shit. And because um, he already gave that to my sister. And I was like, bro, I, I, see, I see a pattern here. So I said, you know what, bro, you save your money and I'll figure life out. But that whole, that whole kick of bravado came, I mean, it had a shot because every day I had to force myself to go to work. I had to force myself to smile. I had to force myself to put up with these people. And I knew they were laughing behind my back. It's just that I had no other option, right? I couldn't stop life and go somewhere else because I had nowhere else to go to. And what I found out was drinking and smoking really helps you ease the pain. Temporarily, of course, but it just numbs you so that that constant, that constant jabbing of uh, existential disgust, there you go, uh, would not affect you as much, all right? So I really got into it. Like I would, the first time uh, 
Dutch, the, the old brewery down at Dutch Hospital opened. I was there the entire week, man. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And next Monday, I was there representing whatever I was representing. I have no idea. Uh, we used to stay until 2 o'clock drinking and smoking. And uh, I, used to, I used to feel my body taking the toll because I shrank. I was a big kid. But because I was smoking, I didn't, I didn't need to eat. Because I was not, I was never hungry. So I shrank. I literally shrank in size. I think I went to about 58 kilos. I was, a, about, I was about 80 kilos, I think, for reference. I went about 50 something kilos because I was just smoking. Bro. And there were about three or four instances where I realized I'm going down the wrong path. One is um, <laughs> I, went, I went to a party and got sloshed. I got super sloshed. And... Um, I think I had, I don't know how I came back home, but I came back home and I passed out on my bed and Molly used to come to my room in the middle of the night. I think um, because my room was the only room that had an exhaust fan and we used to smoke here and he found me on the floor. And I think I was, I was choking on my own pew. I think, I think, I can't remember, but that's what he told me. And he had to slap me to the other side. So I was going Bleh! and just throw him on that side. And I think the, the day he told me that story, yeah, bro. The oh, day he told me that story was the day I realized that's a horrible role model to be for your younger brother. Um, then I've gotten caught with everything you can possibly think of getting caught with to my mom. <laughs> like, man, uh, she, like, uh, the secret thing was she wanted some spare change. She was going out somewhere, so I figured I can have a smoke. She wanted some change, so I pulled it out because I had change. And the secret just, just flew out. It just, just flew out and went rolling. And I had nothing to say. I can't say, oh, that's not mine. That's one. Uh, we went to a family event down at Cinnamon Grand because my aunt or somebody rented that barge that they had. And my brother and I could not put up with our cousins. <laughs> we loved them, but we could not put up with them. So we had a drink before and I kept the receipt in my pocket. <laughs> and my mom found that too. And other things also, bro. She just found it. It's always in my pocket. It was always in my oh, damn pocket. Damn. And I saw the I saw yeah, the disappointment yeah, yeah, yeah. in her face yeah. because she went through a lot of shit for us, man. And I realized you are not paying back after all the shit your mom went through for you. This is not the right way to pay back for her. That's the second time. And the third thing that really got me to start thinking about life was um, growing up. I don't know how to say this, but I felt an absence of my father in my life for some reason or the other. It's not that he left us, not that he did anything different. It's just, I never felt it. But we had a karate sir. I think this is why I love Japan so much. One of the reasons we had a karate sir who was, um, he, he used to hit you and you really feel it. Outside of that, um, he used to always boast to my mom how he's 40 years and he has never touched anything. Like no smokes, no drinks, nothing. My mom was always be like, uh, you know, that, that's an amazing thing uh, yeah, yeah, for a guy. Yeah. And that, that always registered in me subliminally. I thought, oh, that, that's really cool. And I remember when I was small, I was always have a talk to myself saying I would never smoke and drink. And I think one of those days where I was probably stashed it, that, that memory just resurfaced. And I was like, bro, you're not what you said you'd be. You're, this, you're the complete, you're basically betraying yourself. Why are you doing this? And I had a really hard, long look at myself. And dude, it was just cold turkey. It wasn't this 12-month training program and it's not that shit. One day I just said, the last smoke you'll ever have is the last smoke you ever had. And I can't remember when the last smoke was. The last drink I ever had was on the 8th of June, 
six years ago was 2014 2016 i can't remember um somewhere back then but eight years ago sorry eight years ago and i just never looked back it was just that damn yeah and i think um one of the things that really cemented that that never made me want to go backwards a month later i went and told my mom i'm here being clean for one month now and i saw that i saw that happiness in her face man. i was like bro i'm never going back to that shit fuck that i never needed wow. that that is yeah man that's a lot of self control discipline all of it like your your mental strength is is very very inspiring i i must say just listening to you like talk about that is like oh crazy bro thanks man honestly yeah and some pretty big wake up calls there as well hey i don't did you ever feel like you were ignoring subconscious messages at times i feel like sometimes you know we have this instinct within us like okay we got to change our ways but it's not always easy right it's yes. not it's not yeah, the absolutely. easiest thing to do but like you said like those wake up calls like really show you okay something's got to change man the the thing lashini was back then um, when i was going through the the top process of having to go to work tomorrow as well and i don't know how accurate this is bro somebody told me and i took it to heart like Matt, like you would believe anything that geo tells you right so i was like oh yeah sure bro, bro why not um somebody told me that if you yeah. smoke in excess um your lungs start burning through and it starts from the back here and i used to feel that burn every night when i used to smoke but a part of me was like bro i think dying would be better than this and so i was prepared to and i did i take i took a like a life insurance thing against my own life so i figured at least my parents would have the cash and i was ready to take it to the grave i didn't even care because i was so i was in that place where i thought that there was no escape and it was just so bleak it was just so gray and gloomy and tragic and muddy and dirty um it's just that i think yeah i think i was just just lost and i didn't know that there was another way you didn't see the finish line not just the finish line bro not just not even the finish line i didn't i i didn't see the path there was no path to the finish line this is nothing else no yeah 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 so like you spoke to us right now i can see that that hasan mentality uh runs deep within you and it has led you to be this um where you are today right so what does taking care of yourself look like to you what are some rituals some routines that you stick to no matter what so that our listeners can get something out of it maybe they can learn something out of it let me hit you with my plan bro so basically um what i learned um last year this is also because of corona that uh, i was able to sit down and realize about this um we as human beings don't really attribute a lot of power to ourselves i would we would rather tell i mean i would rather tell lashini that she looks beautiful or say coach man like nice hairstyle then look at myself and say hey bro you know you're not doing too bad in life um so i think the first thing we need to do is learn a lot of self empowering things so what i generally do on a daily basis is um i wake up super early that's a must so it used to be 4:30 i've been i've been messing up my entire sleep cycle the past week but it's usually 4:30 that you wake up and the second you wake up you start your meditations which i only do for about 10 minutes um i have a lot of affirmations that i do and i just listen to something off the phone and just reaffirm myself that and visualizations um so i know where where exactly i plan to go so that way i control this this very uncontrollable crazy horse that we call life and i know exactly where i'm supposed to go as well right 
So my thoughts are in order. I, I'm full of myself in a good way where I know I'm certain of who I am and you know what my actions are. And I know exactly where I'm going. I want to be the best content creator in Sri Lanka. I know exactly what I do for that. So I target that. And the second I'm done with those three things, I jump into a workout. And it can be a cardio workout. It can just be abs. It can be like a full body workout, whatever it is. As long as you get that blood pumping um, and you, you go full out for that, man. You get full out for that workout. Done with that. Uh, jump straight into breakfast. Don't bundle on breakfast or dwindle on breakfast. Have a breakfast and then start working. And you set a target for yourself for the day. I'm going to put out this many pieces on TikTok and Instagram, this many pieces on TikTok, this many pieces as a live, this many songs. You make that target for yourself and you hit that target one way or another. And at the end of the day, I journal. I journal uh, what went wrong today, what went right today. And a friend of mine recently taught me this whole, the win for the day system, which is basically every day you write one thing you're super proud of that you did. It cannot be repeated. It cannot be something bland like, oh, today I made someone else. It's something you did for yourself. Even if it's selfish as all hell, something you did for yourself so that once you read that back to yourself, you're like, dude, you know what? I'm not another average, random, faceless person. You are something. And you can create yourself to that. And you feel better for that. Yes. Amazing. So much to take away from that. And yeah, I'm really nice to hear you say journaling as well because I love it as well. And yeah, I think everyone should should get to it. Lash was the f- first person to introduce me to the whole concept of journaling. Oh, yeah. um, while I haven't done, I haven't been consistent with it. Um, but I haven't been consistent. But ever since I heard it, like all the people I meet are like, yeah, man, I'm in. A, I'm. I journal. I I affirm myself, like bringing forward what is already present in the universe into existence, all these things, you know, like slowly, slowly. Um, so yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. All right. So to end things, we do a lightning round with everyone that hops on into the sesh. So it's just the first thing that comes to your mind. Super quick answer, right? Okay. So first off, wasabi or soy sauce? Wasabi. Uh, rewrite the past or travel to the future? Neither. Can I do neither? You can if you want. <laughs> Neither. Okay, if you could share the ramp with anyone, who would it be? Not Sean O'Brien, David Gandhi. Thoughts on the current status quo? Archaic and needs to be changed. One piece of advice for everyone listening. You can save yourself if you really want to. You can also destroy yourself if you really want to. The choice is yours. Wow. And that is it. Very enlightening, Amanda. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Amanda. Thanks for having me, guys. It's super fun. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure, sir. So much to take away. And Amanda, do you want to plug yourself? Although I'm sure many people know where to find you. <laughs> nah, I don't want to, you guys. No, I'm the oh, Honestly, come on. Thank I don't do chat. No, 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 man. Um, honestly, first and foremost, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, this was a it is a hilariously fun session that we had. I, I, honestly, I didn't feel the time pass as well. So thank you guys for keeping me so engaging. And to anybody else who's listening, I the reason why I love the podcast you guys do is because it's not the same thing you hear, dude. Like I've seen other people do this sort of thing, and I know the questions are. I mean, it's sweet that they go around the same 
What's the word? Bush, mulberry bush. Sweet that they go around the same mulberry bush, Austin. Same freaking things, just new, new words to it. But I see how you guys approach things differently. And there's always a perspective that I haven't either thought of, um, thinking about. It's, it's always something to gain from you guys. So thank you guys for doing what you do. I love it. And if anybody's listening, you guys had absolutely followed this. What these guys do. Cheers. <laughs> thank you, bro. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into this very, very wholesome chat. If you would like to join us for a sesh or know someone who would, slide into our DMs at Space Buckets Pod. And we wish you so much love, peace, and happiness. And we will see you next week. Bye.